Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Tis the holidays. Am I right? It is. We're heading into good, happy, stressful seasons for both family, business, life, general shit that happens during the holidays. And I want you all to use this episode as your little like business fairy godmother on your shoulder. And if any of the examples that we provide for you today are you, um, consider this your like whack of our wand on your head telling you to just stop it. Because I think what you're doing right now, and it's just like heightened right now because of the holidays, but if you're doing it now, you're probably doing it throughout the year. You're doing this whole like indecision, never making a decision, letting the process of making a decision stress me out. And therefore I don't make any decision about anything. Is that you? It can be a thing. Like you, you get in this like weird groove, this weird mindset of second guessing every move you make. Every move. And taking way too long Mm -hmm. to make very simple Mm -hmm. decisions that oftentimes don't have right or wrong answer. We're talking about decisions about um, how many blog posts should I have queued up? How much inventory should I have? Should I ship this thing here or there? Should I order this amount of materials or this amount of materials? Should I do pre-orders and how long should I do pre-orders for? Like every single like this or that question that you've been asking yourself lately, I really want you to like take a deep breath And just truly, truly think there's really like a yes or no, regardless of whether it's yes, order a hundred samples or yes, order only 50. Like that's a yes or no, yes to a hundred, no to a hundred. Right. And so any of those type of questions, it really breaks it down into it. You're doing this option or you're doing that option. And all we really need to do now is break down the consequences of if we decide one of those options, what happens? Yeah, look at make a pro con list if you need to. Uh, I think it really depends on what type of decision and 
really how long you need to be spending on it because some of them you might need 24 hours to sit on it, but then you need to cut it off. Mm -hmm. Some of them you need 10 seconds and then you need to move on because it is a giant waste of your time Mm -hmm. to continue thinking about it. It's, it's exhausting to, you know, we hear so many stories from our students and people we love and entrepreneurs and, and people just in our circle um, letting themselves truly be eaten up with the weight of making these decisions. And I feel like the fear of where that's based in is that we, we put on so much weight to one decision because we think that the failure of that decision is going to be the detriment of the success of our business, period. Yeah, we put everything at this like heightened mm-hmm. like level of importance yep. when it truly doesn't In the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. And so we've been getting a lot of questions um, in like our group or emails or just people around us or whatever. And here are just some more examples of of what I'm talking about today. Um, But we see it especially in the, should I send seven emails or three emails? Should I have one webinar or two webinars? Should I open the cart? Should I do a pre-order of 30 days or two weeks? And should I do, you know, they're asking for our exact blueprint and our exact formula of what we've ever done. And what's funny and, and snarky or funny, you be the judge, is when I feel like they're just grasping at, I just want to know the perfect formula that I know will work. So I can copy it and do it, which I'm not mad about you copying. Like that's kind of what we do in business, like sell you so you can copy it, right? Give you the thing so you can just take it and do it in your own business. That's not the part I have a problem with, but it's so interesting because (laughs) what I'll do is I'll answer, um, well, for our previous launch, we did 11 emails and three webinars and one Facebook live for the one before that we did three emails and 11 Facebook lives. And like, and I will literally break it down our last like three to four launches to show how vastly different it looks every single time we do the same thing. We're doing the same launch. We're selling the same product or selling a course, right? It's the same, but we do it in so many different ways, right? Yeah. We write an email, we do an Instagram post, we do whatever. And it's all different. It doesn't matter Mm -hmm. because in the grand scheme of things, you cannot follow the exact same step process and get the same results every time. Cause we've tried that too. Yeah, we've tried repeating literally like blueprint our own stuff and seen vastly different Uh results. Uh And so I think what we want to call the attention is you can ask any guru or expert or Google the kingdom come and look for the solution, Uh but know that it's just one solution and it's not even necessarily the right one. Right. Like your business is different and it it's not so different that like these strategies won't work for you. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that like everybody's business at every space and time, they're going through different things. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to experience different results, even if they like to the T mm-hmm. are like using this template and sending this out at this time and making all these decisions based on someone else's success. And I want you to just like step back and say, I'm going to make my own plan. And this is what it is. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. here are the steps I need to take to implement. Well, I think instead of being paralyzed by having to make those decisions and being afraid that we're going to make the wrong one, I want to remind you that you're the boss. Like you get to decide how much you're ordering, how many blog posts are going to go out, how many emails you're going to prepare, how many webinars, if any, that you're going to do. 
Like you get to make those decisions. You get to determine that. Mm -hmm. And you are going to be wrong sometimes. Welcome to the club of being wrong at picking something in your business, right? It's true. But you're the boss. Like that's the fun part. You don't have to wait for anyone else's answer. You don't have to be right all the time. I've seen so many of our students. I love them to pieces, but they'll like come into one of our paid programs and they use us as like the CEO of their own company. Like not, not in the, like they're intentionally doing this, but they will come at us with these very specific questions and we'll happily give them the answer. Like that's not the issue, but they are just waiting for someone else to give them the answer Mm -hmm. because I think you're so afraid that you're going to break what you're doing by making a small decision differently. And I want to encourage you, like not only are you the boss and you're your own CEO and it's your business, but like at the end of the day, like you are the only one that knows your business as well as you do. That's so true. And so like, I could sit here all day long and say, here's what I recommend you do, or here's what we've done before, but I don't know what your customers need and want right now. I don't know what you have the time and energy to do. I don't know how you best sell. Is it on video? Is it writing? Is it, what is it, right? I don't know if a challenge is going to work for your business or a webinar or a podcast, right? But that's the fun part of all of this. You just try some shit. And you see if it works. Yeah, I think that is 100% how we grew this business. Like people will ask all the time, like, was it this or was it that or whatever? And sure, there are definitely some things that worked better than other things. Right. Like, for instance, implementing Facebook ads. We saw quicker return on investment than on pretty much any other strategy we've tried. Right. But that doesn't mean that other strategies didn't work. Like for a long time, Instagram was amazing for us and we saw crazy growth from it and we weren't spending a dime. But like those things change and Mm -hmm. we move on and we try new strategies and, you know, we just like you get like excited slash distracted by these things that come at us. Like, oh, should we have a funnel using, you know, um, a... Facebook bot or should we be doing this over here and we face the same decisions mm-hmm. you do maybe on a different level but that that's irrelevant mm-hmm. like I want to empower you to feel like you can make the decision and move on and mm-hmm. it, what you make like you learn from it yeah so even whether it works or not because you know, and all of this talk of like being productive and you get back time and, you know, find hours in your day that are missing. I think so many people feel like that's, you know, a pipe dream or it's not possible for them because they know how much you're working in your business. Right. But do you realize how many hours or minutes you're losing by being indecisive for too long? Have you calculated it? Have you really sat down and thought, okay, I sat on that decision for a week when I could have made it in about 20 minutes? How much time did you lose? Coming up and thinking about it, losing sleep over it, bringing it up at one too many dinners or meetings, right? Letting it stop you from going live or sending an email or whatever you needed to be doing, right? What did it prevent you from doing in your business because you just didn't make the damn decision? And so being productive isn't just about like, 
creating the checklists and the processes and the systems, like that's a huge part of it, sure. But at the end of the day, at its core, being productive is just having the ability to make a decision and going with it and being confident that right or wrong, success or failure, that it was the decision that needed to be made at that time. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get Get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. I want to encourage you to decide. And, you know, once you have made the decision, really think about these are the steps that I need to implement to make it happen. 
and track that stuff. Like have a plan for it. If you just let it sit in your head and say, I'm going to do this at some point, <laughs> like that's not going to get you anywhere. Well, and I know so many people who are relying on whether it be like a mastermind that they're in or a family member that they use or their friend or us, right? It doesn't matter. So many people who rely on another person other than themselves to help walk them through that decision one too many times. I'm not saying don't have those people. Like, hell, we have we are a partnership and we talk about a lot of things in our business. But there's also a lot of stuff where we just make executive decisions on. That is not going to happen. It is going to happen, right? Here's how it's going to be broken down. And even in the sense of us like planning for a launch or whatever, we'll be sitting there and one of us will realize we've been talking about this for too long. So the other person will say, here's what we're going to do. And here's the plan. And we're just going to run with it. So what I'm, what I'm asking you to check is, are you relying on too many people for too many of those decisions for them to handhold you through it? Because a lot of those don't need to be chatted about. A lot of them, you're now wasting two people's worth of time in order to make the decision that you could have made on your own. But more importantly, that person may not be your target audience, your ideal customer, even in your market. Know what your business is about, right? And they're giving their advice on what you should or shouldn't do. And that one might be the wrong one. Well, and sometimes it's like goofy stuff, like yeah. super goofy yes. stuff. Like and today I went to buy some print things and I was like, is this too much? Like, is someone like, is someone else like, I'm the only one in this business, but is someone else going to be upset that I spent this? Right. I'm like, wait, why? I, I'm the only person. Yeah. If I think this is the right decision, we should move forward and I don't need to call and get approval. Mm-mm. Like, that's just not how you need to function. Mm-hmm. And I, I've spent, I remember those days. I remember the days of every time I spent a dollar bill, I needed to call my husband. Mm-hmm. And we want to empower you as a, a small business owner to make decisions yeah. financial or launch wise or whatever. And be confident in mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. So if, if you're finding yourself calling one more person to, you know, phone a friend to get their advice on that decision, or if you're losing sleep on it, or if you avoid it, right? That's, that's the biggest thing. Avoidance is the best one. Um, but it keeps coming up and you're pacing around the house and should I do this? And should I just do that? Do, do the list, do the pro con list, do the, do the, if I do, yes, here are the consequences. If I say no, here are the consequences. What is the worst thing that could happen if you make either decision? Because generally there are only two options in every decision. What are the consequences either way? And sometimes they're both shitty. Sometimes they're both unpredictable. Like you cannot guarantee if I order an extra, you know, a hundred coffee mugs expecting this rush to come in at the last minute for Christmas, will that be a good decision or not? I don't know. You don't know that but you have to make the decision either way. Don't let the fact of you never made a decision be the reason why you didn't sell a hundred more mugs. I don't want that to be your reason. I want it to be, I didn't have a marketing game plan set up. The price wasn't right. No one wanted this quote. I want it to be all of this other data instead of the fact that you didn't just decide. Right. Because it's fine if things don't go like planned. I mean, we've then had, you have data. <laughs> yeah, we've had so many things that have not necessarily gone awry. Like it's not even that they're bad. They're just like 
I could say her name like 20 things that like uh, from the out, if I just listed those, you'd be like, man, how, how did you find something that succeeded? You know what I mean? Like there's so many strategies and so many concepts and so many, whatever that like just didn't work for TCC or we didn't put in the right kind of energy. So therefore it didn't work, but it's things where we're just like, eh, not focusing on that going over here. Cause there are other fish to fry. There's plenty of fish in the sea too. And sharks and dolphins (laughs) and whales are those all fish? Some of them are mammals. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're all. <laughs> there fish. are plenty of mammals on the, the earth. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, like, how can you just move forward? How can you, like, get it out of your head? I mean, if you're waking up in the middle of the night and, like, instead of, instead of counting sheep, you're, like, <sighs> planning your life or, like, thinking about all the things you need to do tomorrow, like get your ass out of bed and write it down. Yeah. Well, and here's, here's another, I'm going to keep yelling at you. Here's another thing that I see a lot of people doing. Um, a lot of the, the, you know, I'm not deciding I can't make a decision on this is because of how we think other people will react to that decision. Sure. And so some of it, especially in business, when it's a business related decision, like say for instance, um, you know, you have a life event coming up and so therefore like shipping is going to be delayed or like even product development might be delayed or whatever, right? Someone died, you're moving, like something happened. And you realize that you're going to have to either communicate with people that stuff is going to be behind, or if someone brings it up, you're going to have to say something. And so we stress out and we let that idea consume us that, oh my God, I'm physically not going to be able to get this to people on time, or I'm not going to be able to fulfill this, or I'm not, I'm going to be without this supply for this amount of time because of whatever catastrophic reason. And we think that like this person then might not buy from me again, or they might not let me order from them again, or whatever it may be, right? You're making me really sad because this is literally the reason I closed my Etsy shop. It's, and, and it's so frustrating because what I find so interesting, and, and I know people who I love so close to me are that type of person, right? They stress out about how people are going to think or react to the decision they make. Luckily, I've never had that. I've never had that issue. Like, I don't give a shit about other people's That's feelings when I make decisions. Not me. It's not you. And so, but I'm so used to it because you're like that, like very, very close people in my life are like that. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting as an outsider who doesn't suffer from that issue, <laughs> see it from this side. It is a suffering. It is though. a suffering though. Like I'm, you can literally it. be debilitated by Absolutely. It. But so what's interesting to me is that since I don't have that, Every time I've been faced with it, I literally just have the plan of like, this is what I'm going to say if someone says X, Y, Z. This is the notice I'm going to put out to my people if this is going to be late. And everyone is fine. Everyone is peachy. First of all, no one even notices or cares about anything being an issue, like literally ever. But if you if you just tell them, here's why it is this way. Okay, cool. Cool. I'm good. I know. What? Why do we let that stuff eat us up? Like, well, and it's just, it's owning your bossness. It's just being like, this is going to be late and here's why. And I'm not apologizing. I'm apologizing in the sense of like, especially if something's going to be late, like a deliverable, but like, I'm not sorry because this big thing happened. This is what's causing it to be this way. And I'm not apologizing for that. I'm just apologizing for the fact that like, you're going to be getting your order a couple days late in the grand scheme of things. Not that big of a deal. Yeah, I I used to freak out about this when I didn't have enough supply on hand. And like, 
it wasn't even that I couldn't blame that someone died or that I was on vacation or what, whatever. And so I felt like I was letting them down even because I had given them a certain timeline initially that they would get their product. But all of a sudden, like it wasn't in my inbox, so I couldn't, or right. it wasn't in, at my door to right. be able to ship right. it up and mail it. And I had one lady yell at me and then I turned it off. I let one person. That's the second time I've heard that this week of, um, I saw a thread in, in someone else's Facebook group where she let one person's reaction close down some type of shop that she had. And I, I mean, I get it. Like we've, you know, we've gotten icky emails or we've gotten icky comments, but it, it's just so, it's just funny to me. It's not funny. Like haha, funny. It's just, it's interesting to me. Sure. I mean, I think part of the reason people do it is they make their business out to be like a piece of them. Like you were talking about in our previous episode, how it felt so personal. But I think the reason we've been able to make Think Creative Collective so successful is we had to extract like our personal value Mm -hmm. from the success of our business. Mm -hmm. Like the business could be successful all on its own. It almost had to like turn into its own person Mm -hmm. and treat it separately because the moment you allow your business to be a piece of you and then something goes awry, like you feel like part of your heart died or like your soul is gone. And like, well, it's funny because like, I don't know if you do it. I think you do on a little bit, but for sure the other people in my life who are half your affliction, (laughs) whatever we want to call it, um, they not only let that affect them with business decisions, but like literal, like menial, pointless, small, personal things. So for instance, I can share this example because I think she'd laugh about it now. But so my mom is moving and so she's selling some stuff in her house. So she were like, she's meeting up with people and selling them sure, things. Sure. And so she still has her Wii, like the Wii game oh from gosh. like whenever. And someone wanted to buy it. And so her original listing was like, here's the Wii and here's what it comes with. And it came with like one particular um, game or whatever. And the lady said, yes, I want to buy it. Let's meet up at this time. So they go to meet up. And mom couldn't find that particular game. She had the case. And so she thought the DVD was inside the Wii, but it wasn't. It was a different game. And so she was super stressed out. And literally, like, on our way to go meet this girl, she asked me multiple times, should I message her and tell her I didn't have that game? And I said, no, because then she might not meet up with you. And what you need to do, because you're selling something. You're selling this thing for money. And so, you like, you need to make the the shitty quote shitty situation out to be even better than what it originally was. And so I was like, don't message her now. You need to get in front of her in person. And so like, we got past that. I was like, don't messenger. It's fine. You, you have a replacement game. It's, they were both dance games. So one was like the Michael Jackson dance, dance, like workout game. And then one was like a Zumba dance thing. So like pretty much the same thing. And so we get to the place. And so she's like, taking it out. And she goes, should I tell her, should I not take it out of the car and tell her first? And then if she still wants it, I'll come get it. And I said, no, get the game right now, put it in your hands and say, here it is. Bonus. I found this really cool Michael Jackson game instead. Here's how much it is. Get the cash and then you're done. And so I like kept having to repeat, no, this is what you need to do. No, this is how you need to treat it. And she did exactly as I said, and she got the money and the lady was happy and she didn't feel like jilted at all. And everyone won in the situation. 
But I'm like, we do that with so many things in our life and in our business that it eats you up. It's exhausting. It's tiresome. Well, we talked a little bit at one in one of the episodes about decision fatigue. <laughs> but it's, that's it. It's like that decision is pointless. No, all for of sure. those questions she was asking, should I do this or should I do that, were pointless energies. Yeah, and she literally lost time mm-hmm. and like headspace mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like comfort mm-hmm. and like all mm-hmm. sorts of mm-hmm. emotional like things that are super important to yeah. live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So catch yourself. Are you doing that yeah. in your life or your business or both, mm-hmm. first of all? Sure. And then play this episode a thousand times so you can remind, be reminded that let us be the people to tell you that those things don't matter. They don't. I know you've built them up to be this big thing in your head and this life altering whatever. Like there are some big decisions in your business and I'm not discounting those. But if you don't make them, that's the worst thing you could do. So just make some decisions. And be surrounded by people who support you no matter what decision you make. I think that's a really big, important piece. And I feel like, you know, I know the people in my life, they get it from me, especially, I don't know if they get it from anyone else, that I will support you no matter what decision you make. I really just want you to make the decision. And so when it comes up to be more of an issue, like check yourself to see what else is going on in your life. Why are you making that menial weed transaction such a big deal? Mm-hmm. And what else can you clear out? It's amazing when you like come at a place of like you are comfortable that it makes everyone else comfortable. Yeah. I mean, literally, this has improved my marriage. Yeah, oh, a thousand percent. And it it wasn't, you know, a lot of it is your headspace going into it, like, oh, this is gonna be a fight. Or this right. is going to be amazing. Right. Or, or whatever. Your expectations go, in anything. Mm-hmm. Here's how I'm expecting it to go. So it's either making me happy to do it or it's making me not happy to do it. And I feel like the people who have like the worst decision fatigue are always making it out to be the end of the oh, world. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And so, I mean, if that's your approach all of the time, like it's going to make you depressed. Mm-hmm. I... I spent way too long unhappy with like everything and everyone and every decision I was making. And not that I'm like magically cured and so much better. <laughs> like I still have bad days, but you know, overall I'm a much happier person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. So We're just asking you to check yourself, especially going into this crazy busy holiday season. I feel like it's going to be heightened and it's going to be, do I do cranberry sauce or cranberry slices? (laughs) And when you're asking yourself those questions, um, remember this episode and we, we really just want you to, to own your bossness in life and work (laughs) And you are the best and most capable person to make that decision that's stressing you out right now. And so use us as your push to just make the damn decision. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today.
That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.